Hello, Thursday the 21st of March 2019, Liffy Sound 96.4, this is the big kickoff. not here to take part we are here to take over that is right i'm from the kazakhstan we're here to dominate you yes if anyone hasn't heard the mighty kazakh sorry for kazakhstan for the, the listen i blame borat and i blame the meerkat if that if that's accurate i'll take the plaudits if not i apologize it was a good meerkat Yes, thank you. I like you. <laughs> My wife? No, I'm not going there. <laughs> it's, it's not It's not late enough. But the mighty Kazakhstan today uh, in, in the afternoon took on the, obviously the Euro qualifiers have kicked off as in from today, beat Scotland 3-0 and McLeish's first competitive game back. That is nasty. That's got to hurt. It is nasty. That's got to hurt. Um, I literally caught the goals when I got home because I, I thought the game was about 4 or 5-ish and I'll catch the end of it and it was over when again I got back. Uh, he looked desolate he just shook his hand and just stared him in the eyes and went yeah yeah well done And but it just by all accounts two quick goals I think in the first 10 minutes yeah. probably caught them cold and then now coming back nothing so no idea no idea how it went but Craig Gordon this is a mouthful Craig Gordon and Gordon Strachan were on the panel and even Gordon Strachan who I thought would defend them quite well was a bit like Lads have to look at themselves in the mirror, you know. Did they give it everything and all that kind of crack? Sorry for Scots now. I've offended two nations. Yeah, I have, yeah. <laughs> I'm getting the nod. Is it so, much of a travel to get out there? Who? I presume Kazakhstan were at home, right? Oh, yeah, it was It yeah. was out there. Yeah. You can blame all weather, but sure. Half of them in the Scottish Premier League now are, 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 are all true. weather. So, I, listen, you know, I thought Scotland were a bit like Scotland rugby. They're slowly tweaking and getting one or two new players. Now, I don't think... The likes of Andy Robertson and a few others weren't there. I, that doesn't mean anything, to be honest. But yeah. um, it definitely would have been a surprise. Yeah, absolutely. You know, but um, yeah, so they're all kicking off today. Um, one uh, Another thing I learned today, in Macedonia are now, according to most of the websites, North Macedonia and I not know. the former Yugoslav Republic. Well, is it like, it's it's kind of like, how long do you want to be known as, you know, the former Yugoslav Republic? <laughs> people are kind of going, what's Yugoslavia? True. You know what I mean? And it, it's a real, yeah, we don't like to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. bit like yeah. Germany for about 15, 20 years yeah. after 1940-odd. Like, you know, uh, yeah, we don't want to talk about that for too much. We move on. But, uh, yeah, we're going to kick off, obviously, with the internationals coming up and a few other big stories in, in, uh, in the small ball uh, game. And then, obviously, between, I have, actually, Darren's with me today. I never should have introduced her. Not Good old Darren, our all-round rugby expert. Um, Mr. Shannon is on his way back from somewhere in the country. I know, this is With awesome. his real it's, job. It's so much different when Shannon's not here. It's Why? like an Al Bundy convention. We're sitting here, there's a bag of cans, there's donuts. <laughs> hey not pig. one of us is wearing trousers. Hey, pig. I'm wearing me flip-flops and all the time. I've gone proper, <laughs> like... Um, but anyway, uh, he's unfortunately not here with us today, so obviously he'll be back next week with, um, with more fun. But basically, yeah, middle, middle um, third, we'll obviously look back on the Six Nations, where we'll be probably more positive than yeah, people might think. Definitely. I don't 
Yeah, we'll we'll, 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 we'll chat about it. I'm going to ask you. You're you're the proper, proper expert. Let's not mess with it. So we'll go into that. And then plenty of... Do you know what? Most of my talk in the last third will be money, money, money. There's a lot of rich people out there and there's a lot of rich people in sport uh, at the minute that we're going to go through. I have two lists to go through and uh, look at how the other half live. But first, we're going to kick off a song which is... uh, What's her name? Her name is Lizzo. Because who does she look like in in that picture that you can see? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> yeah, who she cares? Like for radio, like that's actually if a anybody, terrible, terrible yeah, question. If anybody's ever watched, because no one else can see that picture. If anybody's ever watched Glow on <laughs> Netflix, she looks like she could have been one of the characters off that. <laughs> I just can see her getting off a couch and leaving a big stain on the couch, like in so uh, coming glow. to America. But anyway, this is Lizzo with Juice. It's one of the hot tunes that's out here at the minute. here on the big kickoff it's 2109 that was Lizzo with Juice bit funky I love that yeah not yeah. bad is it yeah, I'm not going to take any credit for it it's all over the radio yeah well you know what I mean it's the same way we won't be taking credit for all the dabs that we're getting thrown around oh uh, yeah I'm not going to lie I did a few dabs it's probably awful of dancing there um, just a little um, warning to us us people who watch our football from certain means you have now been warned they're on the hunt yep um, just today um, the Premier League has clamped down on illegal streaming in a big way. Three men operating a pirate streaming organisation have been jailed for a total of 17 years for defrauding the Premier League with some of the longest sentences ever issued for piracy-related crimes. Trading under the names Dreambox, Dreambox TV Limited and Digital Switchover Limited via websites at dreamboxtv.co.uk and yourfooty.com. The three men had provided illegal access to Premier League football to more than a 1,000 pubs, clubs and homes throughout England and Wales. And the fraudulent companies earned in excess of 5 million through their legal activity. So Oof. they're on the hunt for all the the various sites that I'm sure we all do. I'm not going to lie, I do it myself when they're not on the standard channels. But it'll be interesting to see how long they all last. Now, they'll always recycle. You know, That's back in the, the day, there was the dodgy box and then they managed to find a way of them and then yeah, the stream. Yeah, yeah. There's always going to be an angle, I presume. I'm guessing the three lads were actually based in England, though. I presume so, yeah. What happens when you're streaming from a but apparently they, 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 the, the sites they use are from all over the world like they are literally getting channels wherever it is. yeah but what it, like what I'm saying is those lads were based in England so they yes. could be caught and prosecuted in England oh could they be so kind of could what the what Irish what get in on the act or something what if, well, what if you are streaming from a site that's based in France True. and the people who run it are based in France or yeah. are based in Albania or America or Canada because I know of some devices that are subscribed from people in the UK here how does that work allegedly I was told allegedly yeah I don't know <laughs> let's move on in case yeah, we yeah, let, let's move on it's Apparently. not me I didn't I'm not it's not me so don't come knocking but uh, yeah it's going to be interesting to see what happens over the next couple of uh, years because uh, but then again there'll always be another way that's it you know mm. what I mean and, and, and the thing is that they're complaining about you know the amount of money that they're losing Mm. And obviously, these guys are still creaming enough to make them made five million off it. Absolutely. But the issue is then is has it got to, has it become too 
saturated across too many platforms between your BTs and your Air and your yeah, uh, we're Sky to and all this too much stuff. money. So but let's yeah, fire so a few warning shots. Well, how many people are actually going to go? Oh, well, it's wor- I can afford to get all of the different sports channels as opposed to back in the day when there was only Sky Sports. Yeah. No, you know that kind of yeah, way, yeah. and you just went, yeah. Well, if I if I can afford it, I'll get it. But you knew you got anything that was on the telly was going to be on those channels. Now it's been separated out. People are just kind of going, well, hang on. And it could potentially get worse, as you say, with the streaming channels. Are they going to start getting in on the act where you can literally mm-hmm. watch all the games anytime you want? Yeah. And you know, Simon Jordan, who was on, and I love listening to him on Talksport because uh, obviously he's been in the business side of things with Palace. Yeah. And he's like, they are missing billions. The Premier League are missing billions by not getting in on this. Yeah. You know, these all together, he said, it's, it, they own it. If they yeah. set up their channel, like NFL, he <laughs> says the world is the oyster and Premier League goes to another level yeah. by a long shot. You look at what the NBA did. Correct. You know what I mean? The NBA was was dipping massively on their domestic mm. kind of ratings mm. and then they started putting stuff out on social media. They yeah. completely changed their tack yeah. and then all of a sudden they're kind of going, you can watch full games on Twitter. Completely official. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, an NBA game. It's just not, this game isn't on the telly. Here's one for the fans. Yeah, just go. Just sit in and watch it. Yeah, like, brilliant. So then, it, and you you buy into the package. You buy into the product. Mm-hmm. You're not competing as a football against rugby or you know against whatever. You know, I don't uh, it's it's definitely a kind of a watch this space and see what happens. But it, I just thought it was interesting because I thought it's been going on for a lot longer than I would have expected without something being done. So the big boys are obviously going to start fishing around. But anyway, the qualifiers, as we said, started today. And obviously, we've briefly touched on it. Obviously, said I'm going to be honest; I haven't seen the game, but it, it was a shock result, and probably in the in the manner that it was done. I think they had a. I think one of the things I caught on the report, I think their first shot and goal was like in the 60th or 70th minute. Like so, Scotland, Scotland really weren't at the races at all, at all. Um, but in this evening's kickoffs, Northern Ireland are one 0 up on. Um, I nearly said Macedonia. North Macedonia. Jeez, another country we have to get used to. I know, yeah. Uh, Estonia, they're winning 1-0. Niall McGinn scored after 56 minutes. Obviously, Holland or the Netherlands in their um, renaissance. They're 3-0 up on Belarus. They're in flying form over they're the last sparkling. year or so. Croatia had a tough... They were 1-0 down against Azerbaijan. It's now one all, But it's only about 18 minutes to go. So a bit of a potential shock draw there for Azerbaijan. Slovakia are 1-0 up in the, in the other game in that group. Uh, 1-0 on Hungary. Poland 1-0 away to Austria. Not bad, if that stays the way Take it is. That, yeah. Obviously, North Macedonia, 2-0 up on Latvia. Israel, 1-0 with Slovenia. And then in Scotland's other uh, other games in the group, Belgium are 2-1 up on Russia with uh, 19 minutes to go. And Cyprus spanking San Marino, 5-0. So that's tonight. Obviously, another set tomorrow. I think England are tomorrow. Um, ourselves, obviously, against Gibraltar on Saturday. And Wales are Sunday. And they played last night. And how many Premier League managers are panicking going into this weekend? Gone, <laughs> please don't get injured. <laughs> Especially Liverpool and That's City a, and all yeah. the Champions League, but but everybody to be honest, that was it. Well, I was watching, watched a bit of the Germany game last night. Um, just saw. I heard Leroy Sané oh, got butchered. Sané got absolutely destroyed with a tackle. It was old school Graeme Souness style, straight through the shin. Yeah. How his leg wasn't broken is beyond me. Yeah, it, yeah. it was a horrendous tackle. Now. It, they had said that they were he'd be heading off for scans and they weren't sure if he'd be fit this weekend or how long he could potentially be out. He looked like he was getting back up to his feet on the, mm. the, the highlights package I saw. So could be a case that, it, you know what I mean, he just won't play in the uh, the internationals and he could be back for City next week. For City then. next week, Christ. Yeah, that could be a massive... i just seen the headline on one of the websites this morning but before kind of heading out onto the road. So I, I didn't go into it, but the fact that that was the third or fourth headline 
yeah, and yeah. he chose him on the ground. I was like, yeah, it must have been a dodgy one. Like, yeah. Apparently, it was a real back to the old days type of tackle. Straight round. And just a little mention to our one of our rivals in the group, Denmark. They drew two all the way to Kosovo. Now I know nothing about it, but. Kosovo, I'd say, are probably better than what the ranking says because they're only new yeah, and they yeah. probably do have a bit of a decent pedigree from, obviously, in the area they're from. But Denmark pretty much had their standard st- stock side out. Yeah. Um, and playing them so much and with the new management, it's you shouldn't be fearful of Denmark, yeah. really, in my opinion. like no. they, They're not much different. They, they, the magic man, in my opinion, we've already talked about a bit last week, was in Ericsson, yeah. who is completely a cut above everyone in their team and obviously ours. Yes. So give him too much room, he'll do damage. End off. But in saying that, one of the things that a lot of teams, especially across Europe, wouldn't be worried about is being technically outplayed the way we were when we yeah. went out against them. Yeah. We completely played into their hands. 100%. And you were kind of going, well... And let them do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get um, amongst them. Yeah. Because that's, that's the one thing that always surprised me about Ireland in the last couple of years. Whatever about... Not having that capability and not being able to kind of hold on to the mm. ball or whatever. But it's almost like they're playing with like an extra couple of stone in their shoes. Like they, yeah, they don't yeah. seem fit and agile and run. Like the one thing us Ireland should be is active and in their face to put them under pressure mentality. Look, we're yeah. not quite there, but let's outfight them. Yeah. If we outfight them, you know what? We might win a game or two exactly. that we don't deserve to win. Yeah. Um, and it never, it never shone. Yeah. You can kind of take on what would be technically better players. Yeah. Knowing the fact that they may not be as used to playing with each other because it's an international setup, so those little mistakes, any of those little flaws, that's when you, that's where you're hopping yeah. on people. That's where you're so in there. It's interesting. So hopefully we'll see. I'm a little bit. I'm looking forward to it. Like I'm not exactly going to rub my hands and say I cannot wait because we unfortunately our squad isn't the best. Yeah. They showed, and it was a great one. Um, last night I was looking on at one of the websites, uh, McCarthy's squad from his first game, and was it that? would destroy us. Like it was, well obviously Keane was there in his prime. Yeah. Dennis Ewan, like I think three quarters of it were top end Premier League players. Yeah. You know, jeez, um, me, brain, me brain's gone. I've been on the road for the last two days. I told you <laughs> seven or eight hundred miles I've driven. I am smashed. My memory's gone to bits. But Gary Kelly and your McAteers and the Babs and all were there. The kind of up and yeah, coming. Yeah, and yeah. then your Jeff Kenners and now Liam Daish was in. I remember that going. No Liam Daish. Mike Milligan was in the squad. But then you had your Cascarinos and uh, Robbie Keane, yeah. Noel Quinn. Like the basis of yeah. his kind of team that came, came, kind of came to fruition. is like, Christ, you'd kill for just one of them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because we're so deprived. Um, so obviously we have to mention Mr. Royce. I was going to mention him in a different uh, tone because obviously he's kind of forgot that he played senior for them last year and talked about playing for the youths and yeah, all this kind yeah. of stuff and he's kind of forgot that he played last year. Yeah. But uh, he kind of, somebody trolled his Twitter and found a post from 2015. Okay. And it was to a fellow uh, teammate of the under 17s or whatever. They got to another round and yeah, yeah. it was, uh, what the comment, it was like my brother and then up the ra. Uh, wait till we draw England you oh, know? and apparently days. he mentioned it once or twice around that era so he had to come out and apologise today it was nothing political it was it was completely it was a personal thing between us so he knew enough about Irish history to, to know what it meant and this that and the other so he's the new James McLean I wouldn't be surprised if you're yeah exactly <laughs> but he's infiltrated that's what it is that's he's it. a spy yeah it's like Homeland <laughs> this is so it. we've got a spy in the camp and they're having a clue that's it but well, yeah. until Poppy Day. That was the big news yeah. today. So, of course, I got a picture of uh, 
Declan Rice in his West Ham gear with a balaclava <laughs> and the, the, the kind of Chucky R um, logos all over him. But listen, <laughs> yeah, he's going to have to have egg in his face for a few days about that and the whole lot. And obviously Michael Keane didn't oh, have the situation is, the other day. Dope. He said something along the lines of, um, I always knew I was going to be... I always wanted to play for him. I wasn't good enough at the time. Yeah, I've always felt very, very English. Um, and then he said something along the lines of, I played under-15s and under-17s for Ireland because I wasn't good enough to play for England at that stage. Yeah. At that so stage. So that kept him relevant and eventually yeah, yeah. he came good, filled out and whatever. And yeah, before you know it. So there you go. And That's obviously, just a lack of respect though. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's Massive. a certain bit where, you look, fair enough, you might. Especially now that his brother I mean? switched across. Yeah. Like... Will Keane could be getting awful abuse now and awful pressure from the media going, do you feel the same way? Yeah, yeah. And because you couldn't make it in England, is that the real reason why you're back? Because you're the one who actually played for England because you were the star at yeah, that yeah. time. Yeah. And is that the way it's worked out for you? Yeah, and if no matter what he says, that's what we're going to think. Absolutely. We, have, we obviously know why you're here. Now, yeah. don't get me wrong. We're already... Don't all... get me wrong. If you perform, <laughs> I couldn't give a crap because yeah. we're so deprived. But it's, it's, that's the potential that's been invited onto him but, by Michael. But we're going through your Twitter just in case. <laughs> 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 Rupert Britannia I knew it I knew, I knew it, it. <laughs> they just got us back so listen it's it's a watch this space but just before we go to the break there is a some beautiful velvet words from our future uh, future uh, Irish manager Stephen Kenny about his upcoming game against Luxembourg in the uh, in their qualifiers and basically it's a lot of what he said before with Dundalk but at the same time now that it's in an Irish badge it's a bit of it sounds even it. better yeah, yeah. because it's like oh, it's what we've been dreaming about for a couple of years I, I'm, I'm sick of saying it I know we're not good enough I know we're not the best but there's still a way we can play Yeah, you know and to to insult the current players with yeah. the way we've been playing for the last year it is an insult but um, yeah, his main one is basically for attacking players who want to create an environment in which they can flourish, which obviously sounds perfect in the whole lot. But then it's from here, he goes, a lot of the players haven't played together before, promoted from the under 19s, 18s, blah, blah, blah. So we're working to formulate a team to make sure we we're ready for Sunday. And then here it goes. We want maximum width in our passing. We want our back four to make the pitch as big as we can. The rotation of the midfield is very important. We want our midfield to be fluid and to switch positions. These are important aspects of how we play and it's about finding combinations between fullbacks and wingers, midfields, players and forwards just to have that connection to practice that in training and bring it into the game on Sunday. And you're just like, keep going. You know, and it just sounds lovely. It's like a John Giles manifesto. Exactly. And Jason Malumbi, who's from Brighton and Hove Albion, he was on then afterwards to say, yeah, he wants us to be confident of the ball, wants everyone to be free and play with freedom and we're all happy to go ahead with that. Bloody sure you are. And And at the very bottom, he kind of says, yeah, he's put it on us. To yeah. make decisions on the pitch, but isn't that, to, isn't that that in other words, I trust you when you have the ball to make certain calls, not just do exactly what I say. Yeah. But how how class is that now that you've got a bunch of twenty year olds coming up that have been given that? Yeah. With the knowledge that if you do well here, two years time, there's a gap. This guy is going to be bringing you straight mm-hmm. up and into the senior squad. And there's a gap there, like you know, the 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 depth, the depth and talent wouldn't be massive yeah. in, in in the gap between senior and under twenty ones, and I think we're naturally going to be more competitive at under twenty one level now. And it's yeah. not just something to keep people happy with the the dregs who are never going to flourish because yeah, if yeah. you were good enough, you kind of skipped it. Yeah, yeah. But if for the likes of the League of Ireland guys who are literally playing week in week out, compared to your Masters, for example, who yeah. play for Liverpool, so they're obviously better. That's purely paper. It's yeah. on paper. There's no. There's a guy who's playing Salah probably week in, week out who's 
on a different level to you at the moment because exactly. he's getting proper senior game time. So this is where it could be interesting. I'm not saying we're going to make it. I'm not making any great predictions, but I'm intrigued to see how they do. Not just because Kenny's going to take over, but how they're going to compete. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it'd be great. Like, and the more levels, the better. The under 19s the other day is under 19s the five nil against Romania yep. in the first qualifier for the elite rounds. Unbelievable. Yeah. You know, and Romania well, on paper usually tend to be a decent side or on our level, and we spanked them. But I think we said we talked about it before. It's it's one of those things that. Lads coming up through the system, we're looking ahead going, hang on, why are we getting <laughs> dogged out of it every time we try and launch a ball 25 yards up a pitch? And then you look at the seniors and they, they won't do anything but hoof the ball yeah. from one end to the other and bypass the midfield. And you're like, oh, wait, what are you leading up to? Yeah. This stage now you're kind of going, I can see a plan here. There's a clear path. We're going for this. And there's a want to do well at a younger age setup, knowing that you'll get up to the next level and then once you're around the big but yeah it's it's a kind of a domino effect and hopefully at our, at our level we're not going to make any great predictions but at our level in the next five to six years two or three campaigns we can start to see one or two of these guys yeah. step up and I'll get them in the window if Ireland are, are, are winning more more and more the scouts are going to look at that more and more their own managers are going do you know what this guy let's give him a go for his team instead but of turfing him out and loan down to second division them. But let's let's get the you know what I mean. Let's get a team that you can actually cheer yeah. and want to watch. Yeah, like I can't, especially the fact and here I can't think of the last Ireland international I watched from start to finish. Yeah, the amount of times you kind of go, you and know, we used me, to wait the half time. Even me, yeah, I, I find, gone, yeah, yeah, you're oh, right though, because even me, who I will watch it till the end. But yeah. during that ninety minutes, I could easily be in the phone. That's what I mean. Or easy on the tablet. It's, you're not glued to it. It's there sometimes, yeah. and now I'm going to be sitting down. You could be losing 2-0 but playing really good football and kind of go, yeah. Jesus, this is great. Look at your man's having a blinder. But I suppose the best thing is we should win. Even if it's 1-0, I couldn't care less. As long as it looks like they're going in the kind of direction we want to go against Gibraltar, I fully expect us to win by a couple of goals with a bit of luck. But 2-1. <laughs> go 1-0 down and you go, I knew it! I said, this is a joke! McCarthy Nothing's out. changed. McCarthy out and you can take Kenny with him. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's what I'm kind of hoping for Bring you, back trap. You, you see the start of them trying to play ball again and let's see what happens and hopefully Sean McGuire because Long is out now hopefully Sean McGuire brings some of the form that he's shown in the last few games with, yeah. with uh, Preston and as he said you know having Robbie Keane around he might be able to impart one or two little nuggets of wisdom or little tiny things to help him out and he said it was great to listen to him he says I was a kid when he was doing 2002 like, so he looks up to him yeah. and he's I don't care what anyone says 67, 68 goals in international football the guy knows how to put it in the net that's it and it, it, it does make a massive difference for players at that level when you are at that mm. and, I, and I know we're not the best of the best but mm. when you're up at that higher professional level to have someone who can step in and literally move you Mm. 18 inches to the left and go no that's where you need to be yeah the, the, the margin narrow yeah. margin and, yeah. and you kind of go well, wait, if you're standing Trust here me. the centre half can't see you mm-hmm. if you're standing there he can get a glimpse out of his, of his eye line and get that inch ahead of him exactly yeah, and yeah, it, it's just yeah. those little those tiny little things and what it'll mean to those players and hopefully to them as a team and uh, obviously more importantly us as couch players absolutely there we're, we're the ones the who know what we're talking about yeah exactly not like them morons are getting paid and, <laughs> and just very briefly very very <laughs> brief how bad is the cash flow in the FEI that they had to get a 100 grand loan off the guy who they pay <laughs> 300 grand <laughs> it's outstanding you can't make this shit up no. I'm sorry I had to say it like we give Royce no, I nearly did I nearly said it there Royce the young player and now I'm going to leave it at that but how bonkers is that it's pretty special it anyway. is pretty special. 
Well, it comes from a more Irish professional uh, outfit who are rubbish at the minute. They're f- they're, it's over. The IRFU. The bubble's <laughs> burst. We're not even going to get out of the group in the World Cup. That's why some, some people are going, but we don't quite see it like that. That's no. coming up more after the break. You're listening to Liffey Sound on 96.4 FM. Yes, that's right. It's Thursday the 21st of March. It's now 21.29, which is obviously 29 minutes past nine for all you non-24 hour believers. <laughs> the earth is flat people. He is tree huggers. <laughs> Who else can I offend? Kazakhstan, Scottish people, whoever uh, flat else. Flat earthers. Who else we yeah. got? There's got to be a, there's gotta be a, have a look out the window. Yeah, it's not like in my day. It's yeah. not like in my day. Anyway, just a quick mention before we get to rugby. Northern Ireland with two minutes to go. We're tuning up on Estonia. Stephen Davis with a penalty and Croatia have actually pulled it back. I don't know. 2-1 up. Uh, other other results are out there, including North Macedonia. Yes, there is another country out there. North Macedonia are tuning up against Latvia. So, but did they come up with a South Macedonia? <laughs> oh, could you imagine a split it down the middle know. and have some crazy? It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We're, we're being Carry told. To, we're being told to move on. Yeah. Um, yes. Very dark game last week. Very strange. Very half high through the first half. Going, what the hell? You know, I was kind of saying last Thursday, really looking forward to this game as a one-off because this is a, the ultimate test. Whatever about New Zealand, this is the ultimate test. You're going to Wales, who are going for a Grand Slam. You come out with a win here, regardless of the Six Nations. This is a massive win. Massive win. You know, all that kind of crack didn't happen. Serious whimper. But I've been thinking about it a bit during the week and I kind of wanted to pose it to you because you'd know a little bit more of the details yeah, yeah. and the intricate details, knowing everything in the game that you do. Is a part of a bigger picture in 2019. Is the six? Do you think the Six Nations wasn't quite the focus? I don't know. I I, I had a couple of people that was a, a couple of people that kind of said it to me like they thought it was this part of a kind of grand master plan that we were going right. to lure everybody into a false sense of security because we knew we weren't maybe the the trying to take some of the shine off being yeah, a favorite. Don't want to be the favorites. Don't want to be the the kind of war beaters going in. You want to kind of slip in on the radar. I don't believe any of that. Right. But to the same extent, there were definitely kind of decisions made going through the thing, the uh, competition where you would say it's hard to judge whether there, there was an eye on the World Cup. That's what I. Going. That was one of the other questions I wanted to ask you. Did you notice certain patterns of play that are a little different? That it looked might it, it might be the start of one or two little new plays because you know he's obsessed with yeah. meticulous planning and. Like last year, some of the moves they did, you can. It's obvious as the as the day is long. They practiced the crap out of them yeah. fifty times over, and they came to fruition. Some of the stuff was phenomenal. Is there a bit more one or two new plays to kind of get them ready See, for I'd September? I have loads of them, but the thing is, it's basically there's there's no point in if you're doing video analysis on a team, mm. you're not going to do video analysis anything more than three games prior to what you've done. So anything they do in this, nobody is going to take a huge amount of notice of okay. maybe for the Wales game but for the previous games going up to that nobody's going to take a massive amount of notice about them because um, you've got your other games coming up then in, in the August yeah, uh, the kind of pre-World yeah, Cup things <clears throat> but again similar to what you were saying about the football is anybody going to be that worried or stressed over losing in August if we can see players that you want to see coming together actually playing well yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. The question is that, like, one of the big things we were kind of chatting about with work was we were kind of going on about the the halfbacks not firing. So mm. you've got to, Murray may or may not be still carrying that neck injury that he's had. Definitely not playing anywhere near the level that he should be. Uh, Sexton's, you know what I mean, missing things by 
sometimes by a long distance, sometimes just barely. And that's what it comes down to. I think we were talking about it off air when we were saying about, you know, last year everybody went bananas over. We won the Grand Slam. We won our, we had um, the games in November against New Zealand yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And everybody yeah. was kind of up and on it. But if you look back at like we could have thrown away last year's Six Nations on the first day yeah, yeah, against yeah. France. You know what I mean? Like, if anybody turned around and said, would you like to put money on anybody, be it Johnny Sexton or anybody else, yeah. hitting a drop goal from 41 metres out? More often than not, they wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. not a chance. Yeah. You're yeah. just going to go, no, don't. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. And, and it's, a, it's a ridiculous margin to win a game by. And I suppose the reason why I want to go around yeah. them angles, it's because potentially people like me, I'd know... I know enough about the game and yeah, I've watched yeah. it for years. I've since I was sportsman. I, I watched it when we were rubbish. Yeah. And Jim Staples used to go out every after every hour with concussion because God love me used to get battered. And yeah. Gorvin Dempsey for rugby and the pitches back then would still leave the the, the pitch with white shorts going, <laughs> How is this possible? <laughs> you know, I remember them days. Yeah. You know, but I wouldn't know the intricacy of the game and it constantly changed the rules the way obviously you would yeah. now being in, involved in it. So I'm a bit of an armchair and then there's others who literally just jump on this. They don't yeah, watch any yeah. of the rugby. It's more for them that it's actually realistic us yeah. to lose to England. Exactly. And because again, of the way they came. They came with the muscle and the pure brute force which yeah. I personally think is one of the ultimate it's our kryptonite to an extent. Yeah. I also think there was a good like you, you were saying there about you know the knowing the intricacies of the rules and whatever. There were so many fine calls by referees now, yeah because a lot could, of people are giving out about the calls on, on, Wednesday, it, on yeah, Wednesday Sunday, on, Saturday on Saturday's game but again I think one of the directives that came down or one of the ideas that was kind of passed through for this being a World Cup year was that you would get Southern Hemisphere refs in for the Six Nations so that the yeah. Northern teams get used to officials from the other yeah, side yeah, and, yeah. and see how that works out but like all the way through like at one stage in the England game, I was kind of looking and going, geez, Murray is very, very slow at the breakdown. He's not getting the ball away quick enough. Guys are lying on top of the ball, keeping their hand on the ball. The amount of times the Southern Hemisphere referees will come in and tell a guy twice or three times to get his hands off a ball, and then he takes his hand off the ball, and then it's like, okay, there's the ball play. You're like, mm. but you've already slowed it down by two seconds. The whole defense is completely realigned. Mm -hmm. You're kind of going, well, if you have to tell him once, that's nearly more than... You should ever do. Yeah. If you say it twice, it's, there shouldn't never ever be an option to tell a player, get your hands off the ball or roll away again. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's just, no, sorry, you didn't roll away, penalty, done. And then if he keeps doing it, keeps doing it. It's the quickest way to stop it. The only other way that you have to sort of sort that thing out is that you allow scrum halves to police it themselves a little bit. Yeah. So if I'm running in as a scrum half to get a ball and there's a guy's arm in the way, I can stand on his arm and he can move his arm out of the way and then I pick up the yeah, ball. Yeah, you don't see as much as the rucking on the backs now, aren't like well, you? You're not allowed. It's, that's it, all done. It's completely, yeah, 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 you, you, can't, you, can't, uh, you can't rake people or you can't shoot people over anymore. Uh, they had kind of brought in, it had kind of varied from the complete free-for-all that it used to be, yeah. which was like you could be a hero and lie on the wrong side of the ball, but you were going to get shooed out of it. Mm -hmm. um, then they changed it to you had to rake backwards. So you had to be kind of past the ball and the guy is still yep. in the way you could get him back down. Nowadays, they're just too strict on it. They yep. just don't want people getting injured, which is fair enough, but it puts the onus on the referee to police it then. And yeah, and also, I suppose, to kind of look at the, not necessarily positives about how we played, but we were miss, we missed a few big injuries as well. Like it, it's a bit yeah. of a war of attrition like every year. It One is. or two we missed. Uh, yeah. That's did. obvious. And I think, 
you know, again, you're looking at your out half's not playing well, mm. but your sub out half is the only one realistically that's near international level mm. um, is out injured. So you mm. can't bring Carberry on for Sexton if Carberry's yeah. not there. And then you're kind of going, well, you're looking at uh, Carty then and you're going, you know what I mean? He's only getting his debut this, mm. this kind of time. It's the kind of thing I was looking at going, is Ross Byrne dropped off the map altogether? But kind of looking at where they go from here, that's mm. one of the things now. You just want to start to see teams come together now. I think the whole idea of sticking with lads, the likes of Sean O'Brien, I know I, I had kind of been st- sticking my neck out when I was saying I questioned him getting his last Leinster contract. Uh, or definitely his last Irish contract mm. because of the amount of injuries he's had and whatever. He hasn't produced over the last yeah. two, three-year contract that he's had. If he's after getting a massive big um, contract to go over to London Irish, more luck to him. Hope he does really well out of it, but I can't see him. You're kind of going, as a back row, this whole thing of him coming on and bashing people out of it, yeah. especially when you get into a knockout tournament. Mm. You know, this whole thing of... Uh, you can win leagues by, you know, repeatedly breaking teams down and working through it. But that whole idea of we'll out-muscle a team in a knockout, it it's, goes across every single level. Lads will get themselves up if they know this is a one-off game and this is my chance to beat you. So yeah. you could play a, a, a supposedly weaker team, but they will get themselves up to a, a mental and physical state to play you and match you, even though physically they don't look like they're up to it or on paper they shouldn't be able to match it. People will go to places in those tournaments. So you can't be just relying on, oh, we'll just get the big lad out to run over yeah, them. You know, that kind of way. I think the the back row looked absolutely shell-shocked. Against yeah, the Welsh, you know? absolutely. And just to kind of get into the home stretch of this, the... You know, like Fergie, when he announced he was going to go and then obviously he stayed. Yeah. But that year... Is there any element, an element of that knowing that Schmidt's gone? Like the fact that Farrell's there, you can't yeah, exactly down tilt so. because the new boss is coming. Exactly. Or the new boss is there and he'd be watching going, yeah, you down tilt on me this year. Yeah. Be- I, that's what I mean. I, I don't I, think you do. I think, I I think they're too professional. A, would I be right in saying that? Yeah. I think, I think they're too professional. I think they want to win too much. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a gang of lads there. That Regardless of Schmidt, there's a prize in September. Yeah. That. We, gang, really, we have a shot of. There's a gang of lads there that have come through, you know what I mean, the provinces and have come through the, the international thing just knowing that they can win stuff. Mm. Now, it's not in the, it's not that same thing of, you know, if you look at the your stereotypical English footballer, or you, yeah. your goal is to make it as a pro, and as soon as you get your big contract, then you put your feet up. Yeah, These yeah, guys yeah, don't really yeah. have that. All you have is playing and winning. Yeah. You know what I mean? You will, get, you will get paid for it, but if you're going to leave, then you're not in the, you're not going to be in the Irish setup. So if you're staying there, you're staying there to win stuff. You're not staying for, you know, the sake of a few quid. So I think that whole idea of waiting things out and the yeah. careers are short, you know. Yeah. They, they, they and they're not exactly loaded with money, so they need to perform. Yeah. Because there's definitely people chomping at the bit. So I suppose yeah. it's just, it's one of these questions I'm asking kind of to somebody yeah, on the outside. No, I, 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 kind of, I, I can't I see have that an idea, it, but I think, they're, I think they're not quite firing. I think teams have figured them out a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and that's the case. Like, right? it, you, you have to be able to adapt. You have to be able to overcome I think the question is, was it a case of they were hoping to get through this tournament without getting sussed and then they were going to change things up for the World Cup? 
and when it came down to it, like, oh, we got sussed on the first game by England. Yeah. Everybody else is kind of going to try and do the same thing. Do we come up with our plan B? they probably got a bit of B? confidence from that. Going, yeah. oh, oh, they're not unbeatable. Yeah. Do we come up with our plan B now or do we hang off and see? So, so uh, we, I, you know, I think to sum it up, I, I, my opinion wouldn't change coming into no, the summer. Just, just as of, yeah. Barring uh, an absolute catastrophe of injuries. Yeah. I actually wouldn't be overly bothered as of, yeah. You get a solid team. You get... Dev Toner back in the team, you've yeah. Carberry back there, Henshaw back, Dan Levy back. You yeah. know what I mean? All these guys that were sensational the year before. And they and look the, after you know them I mean? in the summer and keep them nice and fresh. Yeah. It's it's a perfect it could be a perfect yeah. storm, hopefully, with a bit of luck. So And again, I, read that Genesis report from 2007 just to make <laughs> sure we don't do anything again. Because it, it, it kind of has that Celtic Tiger kind of feel off it. There was two of them. Yeah. The FBI had one as well. Didn't it? When the you pro- said it there, are you taking a piss of Oh, no, they did one yeah, as well. Yeah, they did one as well. Because I'm actually starting to read uh, O'Driscoll's and, of course, the 2007 comes up. And yeah. Yeah, you kind of forget about it. But he was saying it. going into it, they felt undercooked. Yeah. They, they did so much physical yeah. work and were, you know, had done the cryogenics and all yeah. of that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. He said that, it was a bit a month beforehand before they actually someone handed them a ball. Yeah, he was like, oh, "I just felt we yeah. weren't at it at all." So, but as of as of now, we expect not. I'm not making any ball predictions, but Ireland are the same team they were before at the Six Nations start. Yeah, Ooh, with yeah. a little tinge of doubt. With, with a tinge. <laughs> <laughs> we anyway, will be. We will be. The same we can't roll you off. We're, 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 no, 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 no. We're, we're still, making, we're still like, making sense. We still have the football team to moan about, but hopefully McCarthy is going to bring that around because you can't moan about all teams. No, you know. But the other thing as well, isn't it the weirdest thing ever <laughs> that we've got to a point now where the average punter on the street could name the Irish rugby team? Yeah, and they could name the Irish yeah. football it's, team. It's mad. That's the weirdest thing. It the how it's gone full never, circle. Ever, ever have thought that the rugby jerseys everywhere compared to the football yeah. jerseys or soccer jerseys. Soccer. A lot jer- more people are saying soccer nowadays in this country. That's a, that's a guy thing. Dort. Dort. It's football. Now we've offended Gad and rugby. <laughs> yeah, we're ticking all the Brand. boxes here. Shot anyway. in the gale goes over. Get over it. <laughs> Slan, we'll be back after this. That's just to piss uh, Roy off if he's listening. Bit of hippity hop <laughs> down with that sort of thing. <laughs> Word to your channel. So, yes, more money, more problems because you know of Sir Jim Ratcliffe. Do you know him well? Oh, I say, sir. Big mates. Um, Chelsea season take a holder. The rumours are he's sniffing around to buy his club Chelsea from Mr. Abramovich. He has found his money off petrochemicals company Ineos, who are now taking over from Team Sky. Yes. And their budget's gone from. A crazy amount, whatever the amount is, it's a crazy amount in yeah. Team Sky. It's now gone up to 40 something million a year for cycling, which is apparently phenomenal. That's an awful lot. Uh, exactly. Basically, pharmaceuticals. what we have here is a top 10 richest sports club owners. And now his worth, his net worth is 21 billion. He owns a second division side in Switzerland called FC Lausanne Sport, and he would be number three on this list. But this is the current number 10. Number 10 is Stan Kroenke who owns Arsenal, LA Rams, Colorado Rapids, blah, 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 blah. He, owns, he has 8.7 billion net worth, wow. and he's 167th overall in the world. Next one up and is... And Arsenal still can't afford what? <laughs> 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 uh, number nine is Mickey Arizon. He owns the Carnival Cruises, Carnival Cruises, wherever they are. He owns the Miami Heat. He, uh, nice, measly $8.9 billion. That's all right. Uh, Mikhail Prokhorov, he owns the Brooklyn Nets. 
Yes. <laughs> he is the net worth of nine point eight billion dollars. He's hundred thirty-ninth overall. Now we're starting to get a little let, bit. Let, tasty. Let's that roll. Let's get it up into. Yeah, let's keep. Let's let's go through the next one. Philip Anschutz, uh, number seventy. He owns LA Kings and LA Galaxy. Ten point nine billion. <laughs> number six, David Tepper, eleven point six billion. He owns the Carolina Panthers. Number five, it's Roman Abramovich. Ooh. He's a $12.4 billion net worth, 107th overall in the world. So when you think about it, he's the fifth richest. Yeah, but he, he but he's only 107th in the He can't get back in the country. Though. So you're saying there's loads more billionaires who we can cream money off. That's it. Uh, number four, Hassel Plattner and family. Uh, their wealth is from software. $13.5 billion. They own the San Jose Sharks and they're 94th. Sweet. Now, here we go. I am not saying this wrong. Okay. Dietrich Mateschitz. I made the shits of, I don't know. Get his money off Tyler Roll. Yeah. Net worth $18.9 billion. 53rd Sweet overall in the world. Christmas. Source of wealth, Red Bull. So you can imagine. Oh, he the, owns the New York yeah, Red Bulls, yeah. Red Bull Leipzig, Red Bull Salzburg, Red Bull Racing, Red Bull Toro Rosso Honda, plus other Red Bull sporting brands. So yeah, he is number three. So basically, that's where this new guy would t- jump over him. And then mm-hmm. number two is Steve Ballmer. $41.2 billion. He's, he's, he's one of the Microsoft crew. Nice. And he owns the Clippers, and he's 19th overall in the world for his riches. So, number one, not a clue. Never heard of him. And he owns a cricket team. Mukesh Ambani. His wealth is from petrochemicals, oil and gas. Net worth of $50 billion. 13th in the world. And he owns the Mumbai Indians cricket team. No so there you go. So, that's the, uh, so there's thought, another twelve other billionaires man, we can get a slice of. I would have thought the Man City guys would have been in and around there. This is the interesting thing. Where, yeah, like, do they count is as this? Are they royalty? Is it going to you don't? I don't know what way this yeah, list yeah. is done. There's definitely probably a few missing, but uh, there's definitely a few billionaires where the English clubs can start tarting themselves up and Absolutely. say, "Don't forget me." So I watch that space and just to kind of just a little touch on it because uh, there's a few other bits we want to get into. Mike Trout, you know him well. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Point He's now just signed a 12-year contract with the Los Angeles a- Angels in baseball for $430 million. For how long? 12 years. Oh, my. We're in Damn. the wrong business. We are in so the any of your business. kids Tony out there. Moulton, yeah. <laughs> you absolute dope playing hurling. Any of your kids out there with good hand-eye coordination, look a little bit good at golf for five and six years of age and hurling, stop. Yeah. Get into a batting cage. There's definitely one somewhere. If they've got that kind of dodgy idea, yeah. what's that? What's it? What is it? What's the the perfect vision for baseball? What lazy? Eye? I have no idea. There is it. No, oh, there's, is a, there? there's a per, there's a there's fellas are getting there. You can get your eye surgically damaged <laughs> for want of a better word to be better at baseball. That it, it's you know the way twenty twenty vision is supposed to be the okay. best thing. Yeah, I yeah. don't know if it's twenty eighteen or twenty seventeen or something, but it it causes you can focus on a certain distance. And that gives you Better. the eye for the but fastball. It, but it's the perfect distance for seeing the guy on the mound and where it's coming in. Yeah, because apparently you. you have, what's it, about 0.3, 0.4 of a second to react. Yeah, which, is the, which basically so basically means you're guessing. You're guessing. Yeah. yeah. Um, you're, you're going off like a boxer. You're yeah. guessing off what way your man's shoulders. It's like Mr. Miyagi stuff, blindfold, just whack away, Jim, you know? Whack away. It's, uh, it's serious stuff. But it got me thinking, going, what the hell? How, how, how are they paying this much money? The top five contracts in sport at the minute, four of the five are baseball. Mm. The other one is Sol Alvarez. Uh, the ginger Mexican the, Bex- the Canelo Alvarez yeah um, he signed a massive deal with Dazone which I now know it's called Dazone you know D-A-Z-N oh thank I you I always for called that. it Dazen yeah Diz- Dazen. Dazen and then somebody said Dazone I went 
Oh, oh that, that makes, makes so much more sense. So I don't know, you know how many times I've seen because you're afraid Taylor to say Daz Disney. Who are you talking about? Like what are you talking about? Yeah. So yeah, it's the nice zone. He signed a new five. He signed a five-year contract with them worth a couple of hundred million dollars, and he's yeah, yeah. second or third. But I was thinking, how the hell have they got all this money? And then, as I said to you off air, like most of them would have forty thousand average. So yeah. some of them have fifty, sixty thousand seaters. Some of them might have around the thirty. So let's say around forty thousand. They have uh, 164 games, I think, in a season. So they play 82 at home. So as That's I said insane. to you earlier, Man United's and all these Uber stadiums, 80,000, they've only played 19 games at home. Yeah, These guys are playing 82. So they must seriously uh, rake it in. Now, say half of them games are sold out. The other half might be day games, half full. It's yeah. irrelevant. Like It's massive yeah. on top of the fact that the rest of the uh, money that comes in. But that must be serious revenues. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's crazy to think. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if, if you think through all the other sports, to try and produce that many games. Now, I know our resident American sports expert, Nick, had... The price! Had, yeah, had, I hope had, he's alive. The, we must get him back in. Had basically <laughs> told us, how, you know, how they would have your kind of travel team, your, your, yeah. your B and your C squad that basically go off and will play certain games and mm. your main guys are going to get rested. Yeah, yeah. But even getting rested out of half of those games. Yeah, no, you might be rested for, season. you play today, you get rested tomorrow, but you're back Saturday because they literally practically play constant. Yeah. Uh, 162 games, they usually start around April time and if the regular season usually finishes end of September, maybe yeah. into October. So you're talking... I mean, Matt's are gone but here. baseball five to six months like like you literally yeah. praying every day and baseball is baseball is what you know is to America what cricket is yeah, to yeah. a lot of the other side it's of the world it's an event it's, it's a day but it's the it's the sport that like if you go to Australia everybody you know you won't get people that are into football and rugby you're into one or the other yeah but everybody is into cricket during the yeah. summer yeah. you know that kind of way it's the one and kind yeah, of thing American and football's it, gone Basketball is yeah done by June. So is the ice hockey. So yeah, you've got that little window of three, two or three months where, where it becomes an America's game. Yeah. Well, yeah. apart from MLS. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, David Beckham was in his uh, future stadium today. Oh, is it built? <laughs> Get online. Uh, basically, it's the stadium that they're going to use for a couple of seasons in Fort Lauderdale, thirty okay. miles north. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's where the Miami Fusion used it. Okay. Um, the grass is about ten foot tall. Nice. The stands are falling apart. There's graffiti, broken windows everywhere. Gators. They're going to have it ready for 2020, allegedly. There's definitely probably gators in, that, in, in, the, in the pitch. Been, I've been to Fort Lauderdale. they but got gators. This goes to show you potentially how much money this group has. They're yeah. going to do up that ground, okay. make it about 20,000, turn it around um, 90, 90 degrees. degrees. Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> I was going to say, if they turn around say, 180, it's not going to be... baby rain for a man? Because I got it. My head's gone. <laughs> I'm, I'm gone. I'm done. How many? Oh, five more minutes. God's sake. Five more minutes. Sorry, I thought it was Channel yeah. going, come on, move along. I got, he's feeling like he's watching. Well, feeling like he's listening. Hi, Roy. Uh, <laughs> Go on, tell us. How much, are, how much are they spending on this? I've no, like, it's some crazy amount of money, but it's where the academy's going to be. It's oh, kind of going to be, right. eventually it's going, because when I was looking at it going, this is nuts. They're, they're not going to build Two years it time, they're going to go into the Miami, into the city. Yeah, yeah, and I was yeah. like, this is bonkers, but then, it's where the under-23 team are going to play. It's where the reserve team are going to play in the second division and yeah. where the academies are. And it's going to be where yeah, probably yeah. maybe they train as well. Yeah. But Jesus, I've seen the images today. I can only imagine, like, imagine his face when he got pranked by James Corden. I'd, I'd say yeah, it might yeah. have been something similar today. If he's a Salford City, would have looked at him and went, ah, yeah. Speaking know? of Beckham's and money, 
Odell Beckham Jr. has traded a We gave it a quick deal. mention last week, but uh, I can't remember deal. the money. It's a monster that he's got well, to he Cleveland was Browns. Well, he was on a $90 million contract when he signed his last deal with the Giants, which was a year ago. Say he gets transferred. Does that just contract go with him? I don't know. Or does he get a new contract? I, I think he gets a new contract, mm. which means he'll be, he'll be on more money. Wow. And they got two... They got a first round, a uh, third round first draft. and a third, I think, in this and, year's and draft. And then they got a, another player as well. A decent player. So speaking of which, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have become the first NFL franchise to appoint two full-time female coaches. Cool. I should piss uh, Mr. Trump off. <laughs> sure will. So yes, morale... Oh, Christ. Say it loud and say it with confidence. Okay, do it. Nail it. Let me... Morale... No, no Morale Javid Defar joins as assistant strength and conditioning coach and Laurie Lo- Locust. Oh, Jesus. That's ominous. Uh, Laurie Locust as assistant defensive line coach. So head coach Bruce Arian said the I pair will be seen her, great additions. Before, did you? Yeah, she was, uh, when they did the, the books, did the hard knocks, she was working She has previously coach. served as an intern with the Baltimore Ravens while also working with the Alliance of American Football Team, the Birmingham Iron and National Arena League side, the Lehigh Valley Steelhawks. Ah, oh, yeah. Lehigh Valley Steel. So, yep, there you go. Sign of the times. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun. I wish them well. And then, speaking of more women in sport, the AFL, the good old trusted AFL Aussie rules. Yep. The, is it called the Women's AFL or I is there a WAFL. WAFL? So basically, there's a player, Taylor Harris. There's a picture of her that was put on the website, and it's her in traditional uniform, the typical vest and yeah. short shorts. And her head, her foot is right up by her head, so her legs are very wide apart, and the shorts are short. You can't see anything, but as a red blooded male, you're going to think about it and you're going to look a little bit closer. That's just a simple fact, it's irrelevant. But the trolls went. Bananas and of course you can you name it proper sexisty type of stuff this night. One or two people are being funny, going, Christ, how is your hamstring able to cope with that? Like, you know, yeah, it's yeah, normal yeah. stuff. But they panicked and deleted it. Uh, which made it worse. And yeah. she put it up and basically here's a pic of me at work. Think about this before your derogatory comments, animals. So yeah. she put it up and goes, That's me playing football, get over it. That's it. You know, and with pride. And the Australian Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, yes, yes, I'm about to offend some Aussies. Uh, he's labelled oh, users on. cowardly grabs. Yeah. Flame of galah. So, uh, you know, in all fairness, the Australians haven't been far off coming out with some derisory statements of their own over the last Listen, week or two. Let's, 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 yeah, that's for so somebody else. I, but I, yeah, I, yeah. I don't it's just a simple, innocent picture, but of course, nah. the, the trolls that they got out there and got brave and, Unfortunately, the AFL came out then and went, yeah, we realise what we did. We're sorry, you know, and put it going, we shouldn't have deleted it. They kind of did it in a panic because see, it was, it was pretty much 90%. You can imagine some of the comments that would have been made. You see, at that stage, you're kind of damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Yeah. You're better off sticking by your guns and just saying, what, what's the issue? What are you looking at? Yeah. yeah or they could have been on answering back and kind of a la James Blunt, you know, get some smart arse in the office. Oh, yeah. Yeah, get that. Bruce, Bruce. you're up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and just... Just put it back. And it could become a thing. Yeah. I think some certain sports clubs should hire some people like this. And almost a bit like this, the, the craze that is rate my play. You know, there's a Twitter thing called right, and people are putting up these, they're literally dogs dinners. And yeah. some of the funny bitchy comments are just, it, it, <laughs> it's funny. Now, you know yourself, people will be bored and it'll be gone. Yeah. But it is funny. Most of them, some of them are nice and people are like, oh, and then, then there's like, oh, this is mine and it's horrendous. And then they just go. You but get it's some, pure humour. You basically want to get somebody in from Paddy Power. Uh, what was the what was the, the, the other day it was just genius the one about the Six Nations 
Yeah, was that that's one? over. Let's look forward to a terrific performance from the, uh, the perf- what was it? Something about a two win win for Ireland against Gibraltar. Something like that. They're going to take over. Oh, yeah. But they're, they're usually lightning quick on stuff. Ah, they're unbelievable. And, and they've they're been on fire the last while. And obviously the passport control and stuff, the whole Brexit yeah. stuff when, when England came over. Rodri Griggs really pushing oh, the ball. Loyalty is dead. It's, it is marketing genius. Yeah. Um, and there's been plenty of tweets. Like even just random tweets as soon as an incident happens in football. Within five minutes, I'm getting a WhatsApp. Look yeah. at Paddy Barrow just put up and it's a comment. Like there was one about... Lovren, remember he was in the he was up in the box in one of the Champions League yeah. and he had the feckin' blanket over him like he thought he was a Jedi and I and they were literally on it, <laughs> literally within two minutes. Now I knew somebody would do something, but Paddy Power typical yeah. went into it. They they obviously employ lads twenty four seven. Get funny, yeah. Push it, you know. If you feel like you have to ask, don't do it. Yeah. If you don't think you should, go for it. You know, we'll, we'll back you. And uh, somebody, oh, that's the one they did. Jordan Cheltenham. Um, Ruby Walsh fell on the last with the banker the Irish banker a bit like Annie Perro a couple of years ago he yeah, fell yeah. on the last with the banker cruising and of course he was getting trolled so the next day him and Paddy oh he doesn't live far from here so they get into a truck like a, a pickup truck yeah. get him I presume he's an actor him and Ruby get into the back of the truck they're up in the field and they start going about 35 mile an hour right jump you think I effing <laughs> jump you jump this is about the speed now you jump oh no you're alright no jump you think I'm a bottler? You think I did it on purpose? You think I tried jump? No, you're all right. Fuck, jump. <laughs> you know, that's the way it goes. And then they leave him there. He throws 20 quid at him. Go on, you can get your, make your own way home. And your man's in the middle of the field looking around going, what the hell? So uh, fair play to Ruby for making a joke of it, obviously, because second time in three years, like he's, he's lost a lot of Irish, a lot of money. But um, it is what it is. But Paddy Power, classic. Listen, Ireland's coming up on Saturday against Gibraltar. Um, Georgia home on th- uh, Tuesday. Go and support the boys. The under-21s are on in Tallaght on Sunday against Luxembourg at 5 o'clock. That'll be um, It'll be very interesting. It's a fiver. And I think there it's free know. for under-16s. Yeah. So, no excuse. Place should be jammed. Yeah, Tallaght's a great stadium. The, the tree stands now. I'm sure they'll get number four. There's plenty out there. It's, and just even to have a nose of the ground, if you build it, they will come. Good facilities. And it's one of the it's one of the top uh, uh, stadiums in, in, in League of Ireland football. So, get out there and have a nose. I presume it's on probably air sport or whatever if if you're out the country and couldn't be arsed coming up but yeah anyone local no excuse it's not on the dodgy box anyway <laughs> not anymore not anymore <laughs> cup packs but yeah so I'll go out there on Tuesday and obviously on, on Sunday as well enjoy your weekend uh, myself and Roy will be back next week thank you very much Mr Shields for helping out no doubt we'll Pleasure have you on over, over the next few months and obviously the small matter there is the World Cup in, in this one, which, which we're, we're still a little bit confident. We're going to be grand. Yeah, we're going to be grand. Anyway, listen, enjoy your weekend. Um, we'll see you next week. Be good.